Hello and welcome to the Real San Diego podcast, where I interview inspiring and interesting people, dive into hot topics in communities around San Diego, and more. I'm your host, Cece Summerfield, and this week I'm talking to Shane Conta with the San Diego River Park Foundation. Shane oversees the native plant garden and estuary in Ocean Beach. Have you ever really thought about the San Diego River other than just knowing it's there as you pass over the bridge on SeaWorld Drive? Shane got my attention with his knowledge and passion for the care of the San Diego River and its importance to all living things in San Diego, along with sharing some really exciting development news. All right, so we are going live with Shane Conta with the San Diego River Park Foundation. We're live right now. This is what I get for knowing so many people in OV. I, within, within five minutes of getting here, I saw three people I knew. Big hugs, long right? time seeing them. Good, yeah. good being down here. I love it's Ocean Beach. It's great being down yeah. here. It's such a like warm community. It is. Really. It is. All right. So back again. This is CC Summerfield with Shane Conta of the San Diego River Park Foundation. Hey, Shane, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? Good. It's a pleasure to meet you. Good, it's good. a great opportunity. Great opportunity to meet you too. And just, you know, grill you on all the things about the River Park Foundation. <laughs> just kidding. But anyways, <laughs> um, let's start with a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get involved with the River, the San Diego River Park Foundation? Let's say SDRPF, because it's like yeah. such a long... San Diego River Park Foundation. Yes. Someone came over to our booth earlier and said the San Diego River Park Foundation, right? Like, close, a little bit, almost. same, different, yeah. Almost, almost. Um, so, well, I am born and raised in San Diego. Okay. Um, I think that is generally what led me to the San Diego River Park Foundation. I mm-hmm. think like a lot of San Diegans, they didn't know, they don't necessarily have a lot of contact with the San Diego River. Yeah. Um, for me, for the first 27 years of my life, it was driving in over an overpass and kind of seeing it from down below and not really thinking about it at yeah. all. Like g- yeah. generally, like didn't really think about it much. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm an avid backpacker. Um, mm-hmm. I'm born and raised in San Diego. I spent a lot of time in Mission Trails. I live in Del Cerro. Yeah. Um, so Mission Trails is kind of my spot to grow up, my playground sure. growing sure, up. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, after I graduated high school at Patrick Henry, I um, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I pursued backpacking, kind of took a summer off and went to Yosemite and spent a lot of time there. And I found myself studying sustainability um, okay. and eventually found myself at San Diego State. I transferred over from Grossmont College. Nice. Um, and I graduated in 2020, um, in the December 2020, with a degree in sustainability. So you and, are a young guy. Yeah. You're like fresh out of college. I'm, I'm 28. Um, yeah, okay. I'm 28. Um, <laughs> so you got some time. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was undecided. Yeah. I didn't know what I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. do. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, the it, I was unsure whether, you know, you could either follow your passion and mm-hmm. risk getting burnt out. Yeah. Or, you know, I, to me, I think there's a big fear of not wanting ever to go back to Yosemite again. I want that itch. I want that gotcha. drive to want to go back out there and be out yes. in nature. And yes. I think with any job, uh, you either love it and you're able to go home and do more of it, mm-hmm. or you go home and need to do the opposite of that. Right. And, right. and so that's right. a really big um, kind of factor for me. And so I wasn't really sure at first. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be outside, but as a student at San Diego State, I needed to complete an internship to graduate. Okay. And I found, I'd heard about the San Diego Park Foundation um, and doing some of their... Um, Water testing, water monitoring mm-hmm. testing. And so that's kind of one of the million things that, um, they, they do there. Do, yeah. And so I heard about that and I found an internship and mm-hmm. it was part of their clean river program. Okay. And that basically means I'm an assistant. Um, I'm an intern for the clean river team that picks up all of the trash along the river. So thank annual- you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. So 
annually we pick up about 200,000 pounds of trash a year. That is a lot um, of trash. This morning I picked up, we picked up with uh, six others and myself, we picked up 1,800 pounds of trash, a little more wow. from Mission Valley Preserve. Wow. Um, that comes from a various um, places, but you know, really coming back to what got me to the River Park Foundation, it was an internship and I was, I read, you know, it involves picking up 50 plus pounds. It's kind of down in the river. Um, you know, it's, a place, it's, nice it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's a place to kind of explore. And I yeah. thought that, yeah, yeah. well, I will either love field work or I want a desk job at the end of this. Right. And I used it as a learning experience. Yeah. And so I applied to the River Park Foundation and day one, hour one, minute one, I was, you knew you were supposed to be, I, I knew I was supposed, supposed to, be? to be there. And yeah. it, it's, it's the volunteers, it's the staff, it's what we're doing. That's really yes. brings it all together and yeah. makes it so worthwhile. Oh, I can only imagine. I imagine getting that job right as COVID was happening, we're all being locked down. Must be nice to be able to be outside. Exactly. And, yeah. and I, I had graduated in December of 2020 and mm-hmm. there was really no job market. So yeah. I had actually, I left the country. I was oh. gone for six months. Um, oh, really? my girlfriend at the time was getting her master's degree at Cambridge in England. Oh, and so I, the day after my internship ended and the day after my last final, I went to England for six months and not bad. Um, Little the jaunt. week that I was coming back to San Diego after she completed her master's degree, there was an opening with River Park Foundation and I jumped on it and I was lucky enough to get hired. The um, stars aligned for you. It really Seriously. did. And it's, you know, you can that's see the smile amazing. on my face. It's been yes. a blast. Um, I love what I do every waking second of it. Oh. I really do. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, this is, I, where did you grow up in San Diego? Were you local here? In, Del Cerro. Oh, in Del, Del Cerro. Cerro. Yeah. In Del Cerro. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, to me, it's all San Diego's local. Even sure, up in Alpine, that's still relatively right. local. Right. I like to think San Diego is like a big, small city. I, I think a lot of people feel that way. But, yeah, I bump into people driving on the highway every once right. in a while. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I know that car. Yeah. And, you know, hey, good, good to see you. Hey, there you are. Yeah, so, you know, it's and that's kind of really helps what we do as well. Because, you know, the river, it, it's, it goes through the city of Santi, uh, San Diego, the city of Santee, yes. up to the headwaters, and where it really starts up in Julian. So, yes, yeah. Um, you know, Julian's. it's really a lot of opportunity to kind of, engage people with their local yes. environment yes for sure and here us and ob we have the um well where it goes into the ocean obviously dog beach yeah exactly you yeah. have the estuary and the river mouth yeah, which yeah, i spend a lot is... of time lucky enough to kind of call that my office a lot of the time yeah, so it's, it's, it's a great place. place to be not a bad place to be so um what are the foundation's goals right now and in the future like is there anything special you're working on uh like this year in particular now that we're back out and kind of being more community oriented. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Being back out, you know, it's, mm-hmm. um, things are different kind of, mm-hmm. uh, as we kind of come out of COVID and are still dealing with COVID, um, entirely. And so it's, we've all kind of realized and every organization I've talked to, it hasn't just been an on off switch of yeah. getting the events going again and having people show up. And so exactly. we're just right now, we're trying to just engage with the community and get as many people to hear about us and yeah. work with us. And whether they, you volunteered with us before or you've never heard of heard us, of you us. know, we're trying to, to, I, to connect with everybody. I'll be honest. I, I hadn't heard about you until you're, uh, your CEO, I guess you call right, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Until yeah. he came and talked at one of our realtor meetings, as I was telling you earlier, and it was just so interesting to me. I never even, like you said, like most people don't ever think about the river. They drive over it, they do whatever, and they know it's there, but it's never really something that they're conscious of. So it really brought it to the forefront of my mind 
listening to him talk so passionately about it too. Exactly. So. And he's, he also is uh, born and raised in San Diego. So he's yeah, from Point yeah, Loma. He's and, super local. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know? And so, so like myself, I believe him and I are the only two currently on our very small team at the River Park Foundation that are well, from San Diego. But know, that's what's even more amazing is that, getting people from all mm-hmm. over um, engaged and connected. Yeah. And people move here from all over the place. I mean, I, it's very, it's not very often. It's maybe a handful of people I know that are actually born and raised here. So um, out of all the people I meet, you know, a lot of people from the East coast come out, migrate over this way. Um, Arizona, if they're lucky enough to get up here, they prefer to live in, in the San Diego. So it's kind of fun to meet some people that have been here their whole lives and can tell you the history of where they've been and where they're going. So, um, when did the San Diego river park foundation start? Like when did Rob's, did he start this? It was a grassroots effort or? Yeah, 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 more or less. So about 20 years ago, there was um, like an environmental incident along the river and it kind of went unnoticed more or less. Okay. And, um, you know, a few people did notice a few concerned com- community members Yeah, and they banded together to want to make a difference. And, you know, 20 years later, like I said, we pick up 200,000 pounds of trash. We do homeless outreach. We do water monitoring. We've got internships. Um, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we do everything. So so how big a staff, paid staff do you have versus the amount of volunteers that you have to get? I'm just <laughs> I believe curious. right now we've got about 15. Okay. So it's yeah. a small staff. It's and incredibly it's small. And it's, 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 um, it's amazing work. what we do with, with um, 15. You know, yeah. we're, we're a membership based, um, okay. nonprofit organization. So mm-hmm. we rely heavily on donors and, mm-hmm. you know, donations and yeah. gifts and grants and yes. things like that to yes. kind of, um, make these projects happen. And it's mm-hmm. amazing what we can make happen. I mean, I, I can, as small as just a cleanup, I've gone into um, a small creek bed and cleaned it up and it's been gotten there and there's been car batteries and shopping carts and all sorts of non-desirable things Sorry, down there. And, yeah, up. exactly. And, by the time we leave three hours later, it's flowing again. It's yeah. empty and flowing. And so, you know, amazing. just being able to make such an impact is oh my really what we're here about yeah. is, um, it's, you know, we're, we're a small staff of 15 people, but one of the coolest things about us is that it's our volunteers. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I've got on speed dial, I've got someone that is a specialist on butterflies on, you know, on some of the rarest birds in the estuary on, you know, all the native plants in along the river, you know, we've, mm-hmm. we've got some incredible volunteers that help make it all happen. You know, and the staff is, we kind of help formulate it and plan it, mm-hmm. but it's really, it's all the effort from the volunteers and the interns that kind of really make it all happen. For sure. I mean, we have some amazing community all over San Diego and it's just, it's so apparent to me. I didn't grow up here myself. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's always amazing to me how much people want to be involved in their community. Um, I grew up in a rural part of Northern California. So yes, there is a great small community there, but it's just, it's different because it feels like such, like you said, it feels like a smaller town. I mean, smaller city <laughs> and it's a big Relative, city, but, yeah. but um, yeah, just, I never thought moving to the city, coming from a very rural area, that it would feel so much like a small town. You know, and people care about each other and really care about the environment, really big on the environment. Exactly. Like they really care about the environment, which is so important. I mean, we, we live in an area where you can be outside most of the year too. So the more cleaner environment is, the nicer it is to hang out in, right? So you work specifically with the estuary. I mean, you're, you're overseeing the estuary part of, um, part of your organization. And tell me a little bit about like what species, what, how many species are there? If you can tell me like, What's yeah. going on there? You said native yeah. plant life. Like, what are we looking at? Plants, animals, yeah. fish. Well, the estuary is such a, an awesome place because, you know, OB Dog Beach, that is, I believe it's the first off-leash dog beach in the country. 
So yeah, it is exactly. And so the balance in the juxtaposition of an off-leash dog beach and a pristine environment, um, such as the estuary and the dunes there, it's, it's a, it's a balance. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's not something that I think we fight tooth and nail over and it's a disagreement. It's, it's, sure. It really does seem to be an awesome symbiotic relationship yes. of people kind of doing their best and kind of cleaning up after yeah. themselves. And yeah. then um, the people that kind of really know their plant knowledge are able to go down there and pull the invasive plants and mm-hmm. leave everything else that's, you know, anyone else would think, oh, you know, it's a pile, it's a bunch of weeds over here. But no, you don't realize that's incredibly rare and everything over there is incredibly invasive. So, yeah. So is there one particular plant that you're, you're speaking of that is super invasive? Is it, is, um, well, I'm, something I'm, we see every day. I, I'd be that novice. It's like, I, what are my I favorite facts it has to do more with like the birds. Okay. So how many different types of birds do you think there are between the estuary and like the five freeway? Uh, I know there's a lot of herons. Yeah. Yeah. I do know there's a lot of herons and seagulls and then maybe some pigeon. I don't know if the pigeons hang out down there, but you know, yeah, maybe yeah, there's pigeons and stuff. Um, uh, 10, 15, maybe over 150. Are you kidding me? A hundred and over 150. So I believe wow. that 150 was, you know, that was like 15 years ago. We were at 150. So, wow. it, it, you know, it's just wow. like a glimpse of the I amount of biodiversity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so we've got, you know, various pelicans out there and the pelicans, yeah, some of them have eight foot wingspans are huge and it's, wow. it's great to go. And so we've got some um, volunteers that are very passionate about birds. And mm-hmm. so they're able to kind of, they do um, tracking. And so like during nesting season, um, mm-hmm. they're able to kind of make sure that any wow. projects are kind of avoiding, um, the nests and, okay. you know, after nesting season still, we kind of go out and go do projects and make sure that, you know, we aren't impacting the environment in a negative way. That's amazing. Um, so right now, um, we're looking to kind of get some more gardening out there. So there's an, mm-hmm. um, invasive plants, um, that do need to be removed out there. That's I'm not, I'm not the, uh, expert the field biologist. No, but okay. I've got a team of like six um, people that, that are very well qualified um, to kind of help lead. And so mm-hmm. we're kind of trained with diagrams and say, Hey, these are the ones we can hand pull. These are the ones we need to lead. And okay. so like right now during seeding um, time, yes. when all these plants are coming to seed, mm-hmm. it's really important to get them now before they kind of bloom and become a huge problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know the weeds in my yard. You know, you pick them and then they, the seeds just spread everywhere and you're like, oh, I gotta go pick again. And so imagine that with a scale of oh. a 52 mile river. <laughs> and the wind that happens there, you know, the exactly. breeze just carries all those seeds. Oh my goodness. What a mess. Exactly. And so it's really well, great that, appreciate um, your efforts in. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. That, you know, the river starts all the way up in Julian. It's 52 yeah. miles away, but it ends yeah. here. So yeah. really a lot of what we do is relative, even if though it's not here. Mm-hmm. to this area because everything is going to flow out through here. So the yes. first like mile and a half of the river is um, kind of a salt brine marsh. Um, so, so there's also like the, the flow um, from the ocean does come, come in with the in, tides. With the tide, yeah. um, but that does, you know, beyond that, it's, it's a lot of, you know, things that can accumulate Fresh. along the river. So oh, um, yeah, you know, the more no. we can get out now, the better. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So with the headwaters, what is your biggest challenge? Sorry, we're going to have an OB pause here. OB pause, yeah, the Point Loma pause, play, exactly. Yeah, OB Point Loma, whatever you want to call it. It's the flight path. If you live in Ocean Beach or Point Loma, you know. So what are the biggest challenges you guys are facing right now with uh, from the headwaters down? Like, you know, maybe we can do like sections, you know, whatever you know about. What's the challenge at the headwaters currently? I don't spend enough time in the headwaters, unfortunately. I really wish I did. It's, it's such an awesome opportunity because it really is the pristine land that we all kind of dream of in terms of, um, you know, where a river would start. And so Mm -hmm. we've got some awesome projects out there, um, in terms of like, we've got a lot of critter cams out there. I've got a handful of critter cams. And so we, 
we can really track the biodiversity. Mm -hmm. um, so not only can we cra um, track them with these cameras, but we do like bio assessments mm -hmm. or we'll send teams of volunteers up there and they'll spend all day hiking yeah. and basically try to track just as many animals and everything from bugs to, you know, hopefully not mountain lions, but you know, there's mountain lions out there that we they don't want to see, there. but they're out there. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. um, it's really, we want to make sure that these um, kind of tokens of, you know, a good sign of what biodiversity is, yes. you know, yeah. around. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I would say really the biggest issue is just kind of the distance. It's a couple hours away. Yeah. And so for a lot of volunteers, that's, you know, just, just a, a little, little too far, far just a little too far. Yeah. I'm um, sure you have a contingent of people up in that area. And we do. We, we really do. They really um, care about that. Yeah, and, exactly. And love taking care of that area. Exactly. And so I, I think um, the big thing is out there is the balance of wanting to get people connected out there and engage yeah. without, mm -hmm. um, you know, changing the kind of pristine environment that's out there right exactly keeping it nature yeah so a lot of the time with a lot of our events you know we'll want 100 we wish we could have 100 people or 200 or 300 people out there but realistically it's you know for hard. the sake of the location yeah. it's probably better having like more like 30 sure something like that sure and that's a pretty big number out there yeah sure. exactly so as we come down we move through i think the, the biggest point i can think of when i think about the san diego river is really like mission valley area exactly so because one because of the flooding mm -hmm. that happens every so often when we have some crazy rains but just also um because there's bridges that go over it and you can kind of see and there's like a pathway and i kind of i mean i know this isn't your specific spot but we'll just get into this for a second i from what Rob said, there's a new park that's going in. And I think oh, yeah. I'm really excited about this because it's like such a, a Mission Valley is kind of a, I don't want to say a transient, but kind of a transient area where people, people don't, there's not much of a community. I mean, Savita has definitely become a community, but I think this park is really going to bring people together there. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, you know, any green space, it's an awesome opportunity mm -hmm. to connect the environment and the com in the local community. And so yeah. this um, upcoming River Center at Grant Park, it's going to be at the intersection of Camino del Rio North and Falcom Way. Um, and that is, I mean, there, I think there's roughly 50,000 children in yes. the local communities that could be impacted by this project. Oh, yeah. And so, um, the way that I really like to kind of, um, contextualize it is, I don't know if you spend any time at Mission Trails, yep. um, but if the visitor center there, you know, uh -huh. what would that, um, area be like? What would the regional park there be like without the visitor center? You know, the trails and mountains, Yeah. you know, so really this, um, this center that we're creating is going to be the opportunity uh, to have just a place, an awesome educational space for yes. young people, people of all ages right. to kind of connect with the river. So, yeah. you know, interpretation and educational pieces. And I just love that because I, I mean, I've enjoyed going out to the visitor center and seeing what Mission Trails is about. Because I, you know, before I moved to San Diego, I wasn't familiar with it. So um, definitely really awesome. Can't wait for it. When is that supposed to be um, coming to fruition? Construction's construction. So I don't have a deadline. <laughs> I don't have a due date. Um, so, okay, um, we'll it, put you on the spot. Yeah, we're, it's, it's every time I drive by and every time I'm there at the site, it's changing. So yeah. we're putting in a cantilever sidewalk right now. And okay. so then the electric, electrical is going to go in and then, mm -hmm. um, irrigation is going to go in and then we can start planting. They're going to put a line of trees along the sidewalk. Awesome. So what, what's really great is that, um, regardless of kind of how long the building itself may take, we're kind mm -hmm. of planning it and building it in a way that the space is going to be usable sooner than later. So Good. we're going to have the park That's and the parking great. lot done. And so we're great. going to be able to have events there soon. And while the construction continues during just, the week, yeah. we can do things during the yeah, weekend. Yeah, put up tents and do events. It's perfect. Exactly. I love and, it. and so we've got a lot of um, projects out there. We've kind of got a team eco mm -hmm. that kind of goes out there and um, they do a lot of the projects around the site and kind of help manage the plants, whether the native plants or the invasive plants, mm -hmm. and think about trash and mm -hmm. the occasional graffiti and things like that. Just kind of, Leave the area pristine for the construction workers to yes. kind of finish up the work. Oh, that's so amazing. So as we move back towards the beach, we talk about, and this is something that's really, I mean, even for me, I mean, I know it's there, but I never really think about it. 
is the native plant garden. And I know you're overseeing that too. Tell us a little bit about the native plant garden. Well, you know, just like um, kind of with the estuary and the river mouth, um, mm-hmm. it's it's just an area that it, it has a lot of connection with the, the, the history here and in the community yeah. here. So yeah. that area was, um, I believe, posed, uh, posed for development in the 70s. Yep. And the local community kind of resisted and kind of wanted that hillside yeah. to kind of remain um, as a garden. And so they eventually kind of won. And, you know, basically, I believe in like the late 70s, the, the trails are kind of implemented and it's yeah. been a space ever since. And so, so it's city owned, it's city property, um, but, but we, we manage it. We help kind of help yeah. manage it for everybody. So for those of the people that don't know, can you tell us where it's at, where it's located? Sure, absolutely. So it doesn't have an exact address because um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's kind of a green space, but kind of it's square. Um, directly next to it is 444 Green Street, green with an E yep. at the end. Yeah. Um, it's kind of at the top here it's of Point Loma, very close yeah. um, to kind of... Newport Beach, where we are, uh, Newport New, Avenue, Newport, <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> uh, Newport um, Avenue, where we are right now. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, just so up the, the street north end and, of town, and it's, it's end open 24 seven to the public. Yep. And it's, it's a great place to be. We've um, just recently in the past few months, we've planted 300 new native plants oh, there. I'm going to have to go by. Yeah, exactly. So every yeah, time you go there, it's wow. just getting better and better and better. We've got yeah. a handful of um, gardeners there that they're there like almost every day and nice. they're they so passionate about the place. They all nice. live in the area and, yeah. you know, it's it's just like their extended backyard, like we kind of intend. Well, you know, the lots are a little bit small down here, so it's <laughs> yeah. nice to have that extended backyard where you can get out and do some gardening exactly, and stuff like that yeah. and explore. Exactly. So, that's so awesome. So let's see, what do we have left on my list here? Oh, what is your favorite thing about SDRPF? I think it's just getting to make things happen Mm -hmm. um you know it's it's when we see something wrong we are sometimes we're not necessarily the first responders but we are kind of the boots on the ground ready to pick things up and you know whether there's a fire along the river and you know we're out there to assess kind of where it was Mm -hmm. and kind of what can be done about that um or there's trash along the river or we do we have 15 years of water monitoring experience Mm -hmm. um it's it's this kind of institutional knowledge of just kind of Blazing forward into the future, um, just kind of ready with a backpack full of knowledge for yeah. all of us, yeah, for yeah, the yeah. entire community to use. So it's, That's awesome. um, it's not only what we do, but it's kind of what we bring to the table. So we, all of our information is more or less kind of public. So, um, we have a mapping software that we use to kind mm-hmm. of track. So I lead, um, teams of interns out along the river and we can kind of track and track. We'll put where all the trash is. And so when we have oh, the trash cleanups, can just get we go it. straight to it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's kind of helps our productivity and kind of help, um, get a lay of the land a little bit better. So, um, one other thing, you know, and this is unfortunately something that's negatively impacting the river is there's been a lot of camping along the river. And I know you guys have done some outreach to try to clean that up too. Absolutely. And, and I think that is also kind of one of the, um, the things that have really hit home with me the most and something yes. I'm the most passionate about. Um, sure. so we do a lot with, um, outreach services. So there's an organization okay. called PATH, People yep. Assisting the Homeless. Yep. They are incredible. Um, so okay. we work with a couple, with a few of their staff. Um, that help monitor the river with us and kind of give services to people out there. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, um, our stance is, um, for the folks, our unhoused neighbors that are down there, we're not there to punish them and we're not there to throw anyone's thing, things, things away. away. That's the last thing we want to mm-hmm. do is throw anything mm-hmm. away that belongs to anybody. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we work very hard to kind of track the trash and, mm-hmm. so a lot of it we clean up is kind of stuff that's been left behind. Yeah. Um, but in the reality grand scheme of things, a lot of it does come from, you know, these unhoused, um, neighborhood encampments that are kind of here. Um, And so we work with um, the city of San Diego as well, the San Diego Regional Task Force on Homelessness. Mm -hmm. They do a ton. So we do um, 
we help them, they help us, and um, we help do like surveys and things like that, where we'll not only try to acquire data of how many people mm-hmm. are down there, but uh, mm-hmm. every once in a while we'll do like a census where we'll really survey and interview every person sure, we find, and sure. we'll ask them, you know, the kind of sensitive questions of, you know, um, or do you feel like there's something that's preventing you from finding a job? You know, right, is there a certain right, instance right. that it, it kind of led you to homelessness? How long have you been homeless? Right. Those questions and those answers that we've heard that um, kind of hit home with me and kind yeah. of realized that, you know, we're here for the environment, we're here for the community, but there's a lot of people down there that are really disenfranchised and really need a lot of support. Yes. And so it's really able to be down there and kind of give people the support they need. Receptive to the support? Very much so. You know, my experience um, can't speak for everybody, for sure, sure, but I've quite frankly, had nothing but positive experiences good. with everybody I've That's met. That's great. Um, That's really good to hear. We, you know, we, we do a lot for them. And um, a lot of the time they um, kind of recognize the situation. And, uh-huh. you know, no one, you know, a lot of the time no one wants to pollute. You know, there are the, the few bad seeds elsewhere. And, you know, we see dumping sites where people drive up and dump the trash. So it's not just the people down there. It's, yeah. you know, it's a mindset. It's, it's a yes, troubled mindset. It's definitely and so, a mindset, um, for sure. That's what's so great is kind of what we do is just connecting people and getting people to care. Cause and you educate. I've been working too. at the River Park Foundation for about a year. I did a, yeah. a three-month internship before that. Yeah. And prior to that, didn't really know about it. So. You know, yeah. two years ago, if you asked me about the Sandy River Park, you know, I wouldn't have had a whole lot of information or passion about it. Look where I am now. We're yeah. out there making a difference. Yes. We're doing murals and yes. gardens and cleanups and <laughs> science and helping people. So yes. it's, well, I yeah. surely appreciate it because it's, it's, um, groups like yours that really make a difference for our community and keeping it clean, keeping it safe for people to go and, um, just, you know, making San Diego more beautiful. Exactly. So, Good job. Yeah, that, that's that's our whole focus is just, you know, connecting um, the river and the community, making the river a better place, a healthier place, a safer place mm-hmm. for everybody. So one thing I got to ask, and this might be just a very silly question. Okay. But I always thought about it because I was like, it'd be so much fun to con- or kayak down the river. Yep. Is it, it's protected, right? Yep. Okay. Just making <laughs> yeah. sure. So there, there are a handful of islands um, along, yeah. Yeah, along the river in Mission Valley. It's so cool to see like all of those um, things. But they're all, all, all off limits. Um, yeah. So we do cleanups every once in a while. We work um, like with the city and they will bring like the, the city of San Diego lifeguards out there in a boat and, okay. you know, okay. very by the book and safe. And we'll get out there and pick up trash as needed. But yeah. it's something we don't do very often. Um, but good question. Yeah, it's I, I know. Understandable, it's, but I just was like, oh, this is so much fun to just come down to the coast. And... We do offer one opportunity. Oh, so really? <laughs> once a year, we do offer a kayak cleanup. So, um, it kind of depends on different areas of the river. Um, Mm -hmm. sometimes you do it at the kind of not in the estuary, but, um, just east of the estuary. Yeah. And so we'll get, um, with, you know, again, with all the stuff, uh, the lifeguard supervision and care will, um, and permits, we have permits. So we can only have so many, um, boats on the water at once. So we'll get like, 10 or 15 rented kayaks and a bunch of volunteers with uh, pickers well, with some pool my, noodles my, taped to them. And might be my chance. I think that'll be your chance. Okay, and so I think we're going to be planning one uh, out in Santee, out at Walker okay. Preserve. And so um, here in the city of San Diego, we'll probably be doing one maybe at the end of this year or early next year. Okay. Well, keep me in mind. Yeah. I, I love volunteering for stuff. And this is just my one opportunity to like float down the river a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's so great to get to connect with so many different people. Oh yeah. Um, you know, oh, it's yeah. whether people that have been born and raised and some of one of our volunteers, is like a fifth generation Californian, which is, that's kind of even hard to process. Like that you've been here for a while. Your family's been here for a I'm long like, time. Yeah. I know. 
um, to people that have moved here a couple months ago and happened to see us, what, see what we were doing, changed right. their clothes and joined us that day. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've got well, that like kind said, of balance. The amount of passion in our communities here in San yeah. Diego is just overwhelming. And so, I mean, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. so really, I really just want to give like a big shout out to our volunteers, you know, oh, yeah. uh, a lot of our community cleanups, which we call our clean and green. So the next uh-huh. one will be, uh, July 5th, the m- our morning mm-hmm. after mess. Okay. Um, so that'll morning be the day, mess. yeah, the day after the 4th of July, it'll be Tuesday morning. We'll be here at the estuary doing a big cleanup. Duh, um, we're gonna need it. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna need it. We and got so, busy times at the beach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, dog beach, but for these sure. larger community, like family friendly cleanups that yeah. we offer. I mean, they'll be ages three to eighty three. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. One of our core volunteers is eighty three years old, and is just he's out there like twice a week. He brings his waiters, and he gets out there, and he's picking things it. up. And I love it, and just making a difference. Oh yeah. yeah, and this is such an easy way for somebody to get involved and make a difference. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. And so Keeping even if, and so whether you, if even if you don't want to put on waiters and you don't want to get the reverend, don't want to pull out shopping carts and things yeah. like that. And yeah. you know, we've got a million upper million other opportunities. opportunities. So we've got. You know, you could donate. We've got um, different projects that are always need um, for either funds, funds. or just um, mm-hmm. the kind of tools needed. Yeah. Um, so if you've got, yeah. or if you're, you know, if you've got a, a certain set of skills, if you think, hey, right. I know a lot about birds, and I would love to share my knowledge and passion with birds. others. Yeah. Come email us, and yeah. we would love to get you connected and yeah. kind of get some events going because yeah. that's also kind of what I do is um, kind of coordinate events and kind of make these more engagement events where it's not necessarily as work focus, right. you know, it's more of, you know, in, um, entertainment slash yes. connection, Education, engagement. Yeah, exactly. Engagement. Yes. Exactly. All right. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you yep. or get a hold of the San Diego River Park Foundation, um, online, what's the best place to San Diego River.org. San Diego River.org. Yep. You guys got that. Yeah. And okay. so that's where you can donate there. You can look at all of our different programs, internship, job opportunities. Awesome. Um, we, we have a new event website at sandyriver.galaxydigital.com. You'll find a link to that on uh, our website. Perfect. Um, and that is where it's kind of a portal to take you. You can make an account with us and you sign like mm-hmm. a digital, um, waiver and then you can sign up for all the events you want. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Shane. Is there anything else you want to say before we, uh, wrap this up? Um, I would just love to see you and get friends and, you know, it's, uh, the last thing that we had, I said, you know, who here, who's here for your first time mm-hmm. and like three quarters of them raised their hands. And so awesome. it's an awesome balance of the people that are there twice a week and people that are just spreading the word, their friends and family, their coworkers and things like yeah. that. Yeah, so we're just trying amazing. to extend the table of discussion and effort yeah. and connection. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love it. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah. Thank you so much. So thanks for coming by today. Yeah. Thanks everybody for watching. Thank you.